Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey everybody, welcome to Unlocking the Magic. We are excited today. We are going to be answering some listener questions that we received via email or Facebook messages. And we are also going to announce our special guest that we interviewed this week, as well as today marks the 45th anniversary of Walt Disney World Resort. That's amazing. 45 years it's been open. 45 years. And when it was originally opened back in 1971, the Walt Disney World Resort consisted of the Magic Kingdom, the Contemporary Hotel, and Polynesian Village. That's that, it. That's crazy to think about how big it is today <laughs> and how much stuff there is that there was only those three things when it opened. It is absolutely mind-boggling. And, you know, this was the first opening. You know, I think nowadays people just assume, okay, Walt Disney and the name and the brand and all that. But think about it. The... The only thing that was involved prior to that was Disneyland. So this was their next big adventure. And I know people expected a lot, um, but, you know, Walt had passed. So it was really a challenging, I can assume it was a challenging time to go on this adventure. And look where we are. This is incredible. What an incredible story and just everything about it. The, I am just On the live show last night, one of the questions that we do, we did a little trivia um, if you haven't joined us on a live show, you really should come over to uh, so facebook.com forward slash unlocking the magic. Uh, just like the page, and you'll get notified usually on it. Not usually every Friday night at 730. We go live Eastern time. <laughs> um, and then we did a we do a would you rather or we'll do some Disney trivia. And uh, it's great to interact with everybody and uh, see this the same people come back week after week. And I love just getting to know the people who listen to the show and uh, feels like just a bunch of friends hanging out on a Friday night. We've 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 got a little bit of a, a community going on now, which That's is so great. much fun. It's fun to see everyone interact with each other, and it's, it's like our own little family that we've created. And actually, we had a, a so if you go back to Facebook and see the video from last night, you'll see that unlocking the magic is is commenting quite a bit, and some <laughs> some of it may be you know there might be a few spelling errors there. That was our very, very great commentator. Uh, commentator, what? <laughs> <laughs> our very great nine-year-old that was commenting last night and really wanted to participate. She wanted and, to be on the show, but we said, no, you know what? You just monitor the comments. Make sure that yeah. people are a asking questions, and you can ask questions too. So that was fun to see her type in there. She really liked the would you rather. She was insisting on on us continuing on and on. But She show, had a blast monitoring the comments. She was in there. The whole time. She was excited for the show. She was. You know, she was disappointed when the show, you know, listen, the show has to come to an end at a certain point. <laughs> I start to, you know, the clock ticks and I yeah. I start to melt a little bit. <laughs> Half an hour, 40 minutes is enough time. That's about as long as we, we, we can go on the show live before we start uh, having technical issues. You know, Facebook Live is great. Uh, but it doesn't always work flawlessly, so it's still something that you have to, uh, you know, baby sometimes. Yeah, I know we got some suggestions via via video quality, but Facebook Live doesn't necessarily work in our favor when it comes to that part of it. But I have been trying. Listen up. 
Right. I have been trying to get Bruce to do some kind of YouTube type thing with me because I love I love the camera. Yeah, I don't know if that's my thing. <laughs> I don't think it's his thing, but I'm I'm working on it. <laughs> we'll see what happens when we go to Disneyland, which is like ten days away now. We're gonna uh, I'll definitely be doing some Facebook Live, walking around the parks. We said we're gonna do our live show two weeks on Friday. I think it's like the fifteenth. Uh, Friday the 15th, October 15th at 7.30 Eastern time, which will be 4.30 Pacific time. We'll go live from one of the Disneyland hotel or some park or something around Disneyland. We're going to go do uh, do our live broadcast from. The kids will probably be joining us because they'll be with us. Mm. Speaking of the 45th actually anniversary of Walt Disney World, I was just reading on the official Disney blog that if you – and I thought of this because a lot of listeners have asked us if we are annual pass holders, which we're not – I don't know why we're not annual pass holders because we it would probably save us no I know it would save us a significant amount of money but for me I just love booking the whole process like I like going into it every time and booking our resort room booking our tickets just like I would if I wasn't going every day and being a pass holder so kind of stinks for our wallet I guess but anyway I was just reading that the they announced today that they announced in order to, in a way to celebrate their 45th anniversary and kind of say thank you to the guests, starting October 2nd, guests who are purchasing a 12-month annual pass will be able to enjoy an extra month, so it would be 13 months. Oh, that's pretty that's good. That's cool. Yeah. I know. We should get one of those then. I know. I know. When's the deadline? Does it say? <laughs> I haven't read through the deadline yet. I haven't gone too far into it, but sounds really nice. I, I love that Disney does stuff like that we'll put a link to that on the facebook page if you want to check that out yeah and then last night on the show i announced a contest that they're doing from american home videos if you go on you can actually win america's funniest home videos did what did i say america's America's videos america's videos can I just tell you, I'm exhausted. First of all, I didn't get any sleep last night, but then I just realized one of my dreams. I dreamt that I made that up. <laughs> and this morning, and this morning I woke up and I was saying, oh my gosh, was, did that, I announced that yesterday about the, is that really true or did I just, I don't, I don't know. So yeah, it is official. <laughs> all right. We'll link that up too. Um, so yeah. So anyway, we got some really great questions. Let's get into some questions now and then we'll announce, uh, the winner, uh, not the winner. We'll announce our guest. There's a winner for Tuesday. Yeah. Us for the Tuesday's guest. (laughs) It did feel like we were winning (laughs) on that. It was nice. I, I will say that I really didn't have too many questions for our guests just because I was in, I was truly starstruck during the whole interview and it, I really didn't get over it much. I was really towards the surprised. end. You woke up. I guess so. I, he, I will right, let's say talk about that he, at the end. Let's get into the questions. Okay. 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 So this one here I got from Christina who actually lives in Massachusetts. She's from, she's a listener from Medford, Massachusetts. And oh, wow. she says in quotation, another nice Greek family. I don't remember when we mentioned that I was Greek, but that's cool to see that she's from Massachusetts. And she said she's been binge listening to our podcast in preparation for their December trip to WDW. And they want to thank us for our, our podcast really informative, interesting, and it's really getting them excited, which was adorable. She says, this will be a first trip for her almost five-year-old, and my husband and I haven't been to Walt Disney World since they were 11. Wow. wow. That's a You're long a time ago. 
It's a very long time ago. So she had a few questions. Number number one, she says she says she made a pre-park opening reservation at Bibbidi B. Uh, I can never say this. Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Whew, say that three times in Cinderella's Castle at eight thirty a.m. We're having breakfast at the royal table. Oh, that sounds. Oh my gosh, her daughter is gonna have a blast. Afterwards, we will have a car. Good job. And are staying at the boardwalk. Ooh, I love the boardwalk. And would you recommend driving in and parking? What What's the best way to do this? Do we park and then take the monorail to, to the park? Okay. Whew. That was a lot for me to get out there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it sounded like I was rambling. I'm sorry. But first, I want to say how incredible your daughter is going to be. I mean, just walking past through the castle, not even getting to go to the Bibbidi Bobbidi or the Cinderella's Royal Table, I think is an experience of its own, just being there. So the fact that you were able to book all this for her, it's just going to last a lifetime of memories. Um, I will say, I love that you rented a car. I know Bruce will agree with me. Yes. The boardwalk in, excellent choice. I would say that the boardwalk is on the deluxe category and we don't necessarily feel like it matters if you drive in and on. I'm, I'm going to throw it out there and say that, especially with the fact that it's the Magic Kingdom because the, the Magic Kingdom is the only park that you can't necessarily park and get out of your car and be at the Magic Kingdom right away. Right. I would say if you're going to take uh, – I can't believe I'm going to say this. Maybe take the bus from to the Magic Kingdom. I think the Magic Kingdom is the only one I would take the bus to. And the bus does run early. Right. Actually, I don't but know. The, I would probably drive and then I would – if it was me, I would drive – and then I would hop, uh, walk over through the Polynesian and then hop on the monorail at the Polynesian just yeah, to see the would... Polynesian. True. And exactly. then and then get to the Magic Kingdom because you're going to be real early. So, Right. You do park, and then if, depending on the – well, you're going really early, so you probably won't have to take that tram to get to the monorail, which is a, a, a quick, quick ride to the Magic Kingdom. There's also the ferry, but I don't really love the ferry. I would rather take the boat. If I'm going to take a boat, I would rather take the boat from the Polynesian than the ferry. Take the resort boats. Yes. Because then you can walk through the Polynesian, get to see that a little. Then the dock at the Polynesian is really nice. Beautiful. The boat from the Polynesian to the Magic Kingdom is, I mean, it only fits about 20, 25 people on there. And it's, it's a, it's a really nice ride. Exactly. I would just say, like, normally I, I would agree with Bruce in the beginning. Like, I would t- probably take the bus and just go to the Magic Kingdom. That way it's kind of a one-shot deal. It's easy. But I think that because you have such an early r- reservation, sometimes I can't stand the anticipation of waiting for the bus to pick me up. I always feel like I'm going to be late no matter what. And even yeah. though the buses are great, they're great. Um They're always on time. I mean, they work seamlessly. But for me personally, I just... I would want to be there at like 7.30. You know? I would want to be in control of when I arrive. So right. that's that's the hardest part for me personally. So the boat of the Polynesian might not be going then. Um, I don't remember what time it starts actually. I'd have to I'd have to dig into that a little bit. But I'm going to email you, Christina, and I will give you all that information too so that you can be fully prepared. Excellent. So we got another, well, we got another question. It's not really a real sort of question, almost like a comment. She is, she actually said she, you, you could use your, her name. Her name is Andrea Bruce. 
And she said she listened to episode 70, and she just said that our kids sound so cute, and she wanted to know if we actually sit around and talk about Disney all the time. And I feel like we do. We do, yeah. For dinner time, the Would You Rather game came up. The Our youngest daughter actually came up with that game, for us at least. I mean, I'm sure it's been around for other people, but we do right. ask, especially when we're, we're getting ready for a trip. I'd say a month before our trip coming up, we always start talking about it more and more because everybody getting a little bit more excited and anticipating the trip. Uh, that's when we really get into it. I wouldn't say we talk about it all the time, but definitely a lot of times. <laughs> more often than not. Yeah. And they they have always been part of the whole. I mean, listen, we went to Disney World for them. You know, we never thought we would be talking about it on a show and falling in love with it right. so much. But initially started because of them and trying to create the memories for them. And it's just been... It's really been great because we can connect. I mean, where else can you connect, really? There was something else on the Disney blog that uh, for National Coffee Day, which was a few days ago, they, they're they coming out with some new coffee mugs, which a lot of people on the live show commented because they know that we collect those. I know. I was really excited about that because I feel like, well, first of all, it was National Co- Coffee Day, but it, I, it was cool to see because you never really get to see a sneak preview of what kind of cups they will have. Till you get there. I like that, so, that. You can't. I like going. That's the part of picking out a mug is going into all the different resorts or places where they sell the mugs and kind of looking through and seeing which one catches your eye. Yeah. And then I pick no, it I based on that. There's no. There's, I don't think I ever walk into. I, I walk in there knowing I want to get a mug, but I never really know which one. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, a tizzo, it's a long process, isn't it? Yeah, because I don't want to, sometimes choose. I want to go check out another one. I found some great ones at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. I think that's where I got my last one. Yeah. So I agree. I'm excited. I can't wait to see it. Actually, a listener asked us to show our collection, which we'll do that because we have like, I think we counted them last night, us and uh, uh, our youngest daughter and I counted them last night. I think we had like 14 or 15. So that'll 15. be, if we show one a week, that'll be 15 weeks worth of mugs. <laughs> if we don't get that's it all we have i feel like we had more than that oh are you kidding me that's a whole draw full <laughs> all right i have a question from last night someone on the live show last night asked us a question what is the can i ask it she asking me yeah what is the best quick service dinner at the magic kingdom oh i remember this question from last night and i think it was a unanimous vote i think we had 12 I... people comment all the same thing yeah it was it was so funny i so i said the Harbor House, because it's just a hearty place. It's You know you're going to get a hearty meal, I think, for the money especially. And the atmosphere is awesome. I think I ha- I like going upstairs on the second floor in particular. And it really is. I mean, the Magic Kingdom doesn't really have that many great, other than be our guest for lunch, for dinner, there's not that many great options for quick service, I think. Yeah. Pecos Bills used to be good. They changed the menu. And I like it still. But it sometimes can be a little chaotic in there for me. I like the, the – It is chaotic. Yeah, it's yeah. very chaotic between the ordering, the way you order, and then trying to find a seat, and it's always busy. Uh, well, Columbia Harbor House isn't – Yeah, Columbia Harbor House can be busy when you're ordering. But then once you get past the ordering process, it seems like it calms down a little. It's bigger. I like the old colonial style of the chairs and the atmosphere in there too. So that's something – it's like comforting. It's very comforting, and the fact that it's – yeah, I love it. I love having. So we usually, we usually. This is how we usually do it. We usually do if we're not gonna do Pecos bills, we usually do Pecos bills like more of like a snack. Like you get the nachos know? or something for yeah. two fries or something like that. 
but we usually always do quick service. Ever since Be Our Guest opened for quick service lunch, that's usually our go-to spot because it's the only place that you, you can really have a quick service meal but feel like you're fully immersed in the Disney experience. Right. And I just the decor in there, the way that they've streamlining, streamlined ordering your menu options, it's just it's a great experience. It almost feels like dining, dining in. But it's not. Right. Um, and then for quick service dinner, it's just without a doubt, like Bruce said, the decor of the Harbor House, just that, that cool atmosphere. You can just kind of relax and unwind. And for me, a clam bowl of clam chowder, it's inexpensive and it's super filling. So I don't have to worry about eating for the rest of the night or, you know, it can... And it warms you up too. Sometimes perfect. if it's a cooler night at the Magic Kingdom, it's a great place to go get a, a bowl of clam chowder. And even if it's hot, like for some reason I crave it. Once we go into the Harbor House and it's nice and the air conditioning's going and it's cool, I just feel like I'm in that theme and I need to order that meal. <laughs> so I really like it. Good. Angie sent us a, a, a Facebook message a couple of days ago because she is getting ready to go to um, to Disney World in March. For her and her, and she says, I'm planning a trip for March for myself and my four. She says, Yes, four children, ages 16, 13, 9, and 7. Wow. We can only go to two parks. Which two would be best to see with my wide range of children's ages? There is already a fight between them, so I told them I will pick, and that's that. <laughs> I feel, it sounds like our host. I feel like Magic Kingdom is a must. Yes. But which, but, right, but but which is the other one? And when is so, she going again? In March. Epcot. What? You would say Epcot. I would say Epcot right now. Even if, for her nine and seven year old? Yes, because there's a lot of attractions there that you can go look at. There's a lot of stuff closed at the Hollywood Studios. And I think that if you well, could. Because the only, Hollywood Studio. Sorry to interrupt you, but Hollywood Studios would have been your second choice without a doubt. Yes. It depends, though. If she goes a lot, I would go to Hollywood Studios. But if you're only going once and maybe this is your only trip, then Epcot right now, I think, has more stuff that's open and available to the people. It's funny because I answered this question without consulting you. <laughs> What'd you say? I did say that she's gonna have a blast. I love the Adrians, but and we agree that Magic Kingdom is a must. Bruce and I love Hollywood Studios, even though there's a lot of refurbishment happening. I mean, we still choose it as our as our second. We always do, even though there there's enough I think there, and it, there's I don't know. I just I can I can imagine us trying to pick two, and I know you 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 would you would regret not going to Hollywood studios. So that's me. Though. But you know what I did say, if I was her, I would say I did tell her this and she, although the star Wars fireworks are pretty cool. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah. Like it's really hard, but again, it, you know, keep in mind 16, 13, nine and seven. So she wants to make sure that everybody, I feel like nine and seven, when they get to the sh world showcase, they kind of get bored. Yeah, uh, they could get bored. And look, I mean, unless they're doing, you know. That, that's I when they know. do that, uh, like the hunting game that they have. What's that game? I forget the name of it. It's the top, top of my yeah, it's not the hunting game. It's like the. Uh, tri the you Phineas know. and Ferb. Yes. It's like when you go around looking for stuff. Um, but what I did tell her, so this is what I said. I said, the, the, sometimes, well, for me anyway, half the fun is planning. And I know it can be tough because when, you know, you want to just choose what you're doing and not consult anybody because it's it can be so many voices that can give you a headache. But I said, have everybody come up with a list of all the attractions that they must see. Just right off the bat, just know you're going to go to the Magic Kingdom. So that's a must. And then the, then the last, like, have them go on to the Disney 
site and look at the attractions, have them go on YouTube, have them really see what exciting attractions that they want to try um, and, and shows. And then you can see from that list based on the majority on what park would be most worth your while. Right. Rather than have, you know, I think the 16-year-old is going to have fun anywhere. I, I'd be totally honest. I, I think the the younger age ranges, like Bruce said, unless they're doing that Phineas and Ferb mission, Epcot can get. It's First of all, Epcot's huge. Right. And there's a lot to see and do. But when you start off in the beginning, you know, if you have. But the, there is a, there is plenty for them beyond the World Showcase, obviously. But I just feel like for the money. I don't know. I think I'd go to Hollywood Studios. <laughs> okay, I'm choosing Epcot. Connie choosing Hollywood Studios. <laughs> All right, let's announce the guests we have coming on for Tuesday's show. I'm, I'm really excited for this, and I think this maybe went into my decision to choose Epcot. Oh, that's right. I just thought of that, and I can't believe it. Because he had a lot to do with the creation of Epcot. We talked about that on the show. So our very special guest, which I'm still super starstruck, I still can't believe we had him on our show and that he agreed to come on our show. He was the nicest man I've ever talked to, so humble, and just had so much to say. And it was it, it was really difficult to come up with a podcast that was only, you know, 30, 45 minutes long. Because, right, because he had a, a really long career at the company. Right. So it was, you know, unfair to do that. But, you know, we we asked him if, if, if perhaps someday we could do this in person, sort of a take two, um, part two of the show. And right. he said, sure. I mean, he was really, really sweet. So... Are you going to say it or am no? I? Go ahead. His new book was he he wrote a new he, book about a year ago, and uh, he sent it to us, and we read it. And Connie and I really loved the book; thought it was a great book, and we're actually having our kids read it now. Yeah, it's a family book. I think that everybody should read it, no matter the age. You know, it's probably not going to be an easy read for kids under the age of eight or nine, but anybody above that, it's it's a great book. It's a great story. It unlocks some of the attractions in. All of so in Walt Disney World throughout the company, the title is One Little Spark: Mickey's Ten Commandments and the Road to Imagineering. He is the original Imagineer, and this was Marty Sklar. And I'm still I'm I'm trying to say this, and I still can't even believe that we had Marty Sklar on our show. I can't you, even believe he sent us the book. <laughs> I know you're gonna have the interview start, and for the I don't think Connie talked for the first 15 minutes. She was so nervous. 15 minutes of dead air for me. <laughs> but I but talked to Marty. God. I got a chance to talk to Marty one-on-one -on -one for the first 15 minutes. Bruce, did you did an incredible job, and I can't thank you enough. And it goes to show that this podcast truly is teamwork. Right. So Because I couldn't do it without you. So I just want to give you a compliment. Thank you so much. So this, <laughs> this is on be, air. That will be coming out Tuesday. So go check out – go subscribe to the show if you're not subscribed already. If you're listening to this, though, you probably are. Um, so go listen to that show that comes out Tuesday. We're editing it now. Uh, thanks to Marty Sklar for coming on the show. That was really nice of him to take time out of his day and, uh, you know, talk a little Disney with us. It was like having coffee with Marty. It really was. Um, all right. So if you have any questions, info Shoot. at Unlocking the Magic is the email address for that. Yeah. And if you have questions, I, I'm pretty active on Facebook. So I, I like it seems to be easier for me to reply to those a little faster. But emails are good, too. And if you're going to Disney soon, check out Enchanted Escapes website, enchanted-escapes.com. Uh, 
They'll help you out plan your whole vacation. It's super easy. They'll do everything for you from planning your trip to the fast passes to the reservations at the restaurants. It's really easy for you to do. It's nothing. It doesn't cost you anything either. So all you have to do is let them know when you want to go. Give them a little bit of time and they'll plan your whole trip for you. That was enchanted-escapes.com. Thanks to them for helping us with the podcast. Yep. Awesome. So again, everybody, thank you so much for your messages. Thank you. Please join us on Facebook Live every Friday. And be sure to check out this newest podcast that's coming out next week with Marty Sklar. And then on Tuesday show, we'll, I'll, I'll give some shout outs to the people who gave us reviews on iTunes, too. We got a bunch of new reviews on iTunes. And thanks to everybody who joined us on the show last night. Elizabeth, Justin, Eddie, Rob, uh, Stephen, April. Danielle, if I forgot anybody, I'm sorry. I'm just kind of going down the list right here. Brian, everybody who joined us last night, thanks for joining us on the live show. That was so much fun. Awesome. Thank you so much, everybody. See ya.